One night, you and a few friends were having a sleepover, watching horror movies and playing games, when your friend Amy suggests you all should play with a Ouija board. You are, of course, apprehensive about playing with the board after hearing stories about playing with one and what could happen or what you could let in or out. Amy says there's nothing to hear about nothing to hear about and nothing going to happen. You and the others agree to play. Amy tells everyone to get the candles and a lighter from the kitchen, and she'll set up the board in the basement. You, Jackie, and Sophie go and get the candles and lighter and go down to the basement and join Amy. You and the others set the candles around the board and light them with the lighter. Amy turns off the lights and explains the rules of Ouija. You and the others put your fingers on the planchette, circle the board three times. Jamie asks the first question, if anyone was there. For a few seconds, nothing happens, but then the planchette moves to yes. Amy asks the second question, what was their name? The planchette moves to the letters C-A-L-A-V. You feel your heart start to race. Jackie asks how old they were. The planchette moves to the letters N-E-V-E-R-L-I-B-I-N-G. The planchette starts moving around the board in a figure eight shape. The flames from the candles go tall and wild. The planchette starts to move back and forth, spelling let us out. Let us out. Suddenly, there was a crash. Amy and Jackie take their fingers off the planchette. You and Sophie tell them that they should say goodbye. You all close out the game, put it away, and clean up. You see a dark figure standing in the corner, staring at it. Staring at you, and it seems to whisper, Thank you. Before disappearing into the wall. The next day, you decide to look the name of whatever uh, contacted you, but nothing for Caliph shows up. The more you look at the letters, you finally notice that it's backwards. You know that name from movies. You say that name out loud and feel something put its hands on your shoulders. Valak. Greetings, listeners. Today, we are talking about one of my favorite subjects, and also continuing my yokai. Kyle, I need you to say it for me. Diamonds. We are talking about demons, and Diamond. there is a. Uh, Kyle, did you put a content warning for this one at the beginning, or? No, we ha- we jumped right in. We're okay. going to do that after the story. Lord, We're going to talk ahead. about titties. <laughs> Listeners, this is your first and only warning that this episode will feature co- graphic content. And sensitive material, so please, if you don't feel like learning about demons, which includes a whole laundry list of just disturbing things, please turn off your podcast. Otherwise, thank you, listeners, who have stayed with us. To let Drew continue the introduction. Sorry, I had to cough real fast. Yes, thank you, Lorna, for that. And again, we all know who I am. The Lord of Horror for tonight. I am joined by my two favorite favorite Hi guests. Hi guys, it's Lorna. You know me. Day moms. Uh, yeah, that's that's. There's Kyle. I Day moms. So, Excuse me. Originally, folks, this episode was going to be strictly about Oni. 
to continue the yokai week, or to finish it off, I should say. But then I decided, why not open it up into the full thing to give the other two a chance to talk about one that they looked up. Did you just call us things? No. I said that. I got two. That's fine. I, I have one that coincides with my Oni, because like I told Kyle the other day, I was trying to find one, and then as I'm finishing up my notes, like, oh, cool, I found one. And we also have pop culture, so we can't forget the pop yeah. culture. Thank you. So we can't forget those. I have I have four, technically. Kyle knows about one of them already. Oh, there's a lot. Three. He, he, he sighed at me when I told him what the other one, what, the, what they were. <laughs> Alright. So we're going to get the Oni out of the way, and then Rock, Paper, Scissors, who goes next? Sure. No. Well, Kyle's the boss, so he gets to pick. Either he goes next, or... <laughs> That's true. Alright, we'll do Rock, Paper, Scissors. There you go. Alright. Yeah, there's not there's not a whole lot of Oni, so that's not a lot of... Alright, not hard to know. In Japan, Oni are a classification of yokai that have become the most terrifying uh, creature to deal with. The name translates to ogre slash demon. They reside... <laughs> they reside in remote mountains, caves, islands, and abandoned fortresses. Oni are the greatest icons of Japanese folklore. They are large and scary, standing taller than the tallest man, and oftentimes taller than trees. Same. They come they come in varieties, but are mostly common depicted with red or blue skin, wild hair, two or more horns, and fang like tucks, such uh Kyle, remember Dragon Ball Z? Yes. When they went to Heffel? You mean hell? Well, they called it Heffel on um, one thing. But remember the red and blue guy? Yeah. Yep, they're Oni. Neat. Because they are depicted with that skin color. Uh, other variations exist in different colors and with different numbers of horns. From what I've seen, there's red, blue, green, purple, sometimes yellow. But it just depends on their colors. Eyes or fingers and toes. They are half naked most of the time. Same. The their clothing is out of loincloths made of the pelts of great beasts. It's literally just a loincloth, nothing up top. Same. Loincloths of great beasts like elephants or ti- like tigers, tigers, bears, any lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my! Oh, my. Mo- it's mostly tiger print that you will see though. Just like the strippers. And yes, that's why they're endangered today. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Oni real fast, I saw on a trailer, there's a Netflix show coming about them. Does that mean that the Tiger King is an Oni? More than likely. No, he's a bad <laughs> addict. He's no, just no. a bad addict with too much money. Uh... <laughs> Which, her, I mean, come soul, on. I, a tiger sorry, for thousand dollars isn't a bad no, deal. I want to laugh right now, but it hurts right here too. It's like because like I keep coughing, so it's like I can't laugh too much. I'm gonna buy a tiger. Give Ash a homie when I'm at work. Buy like a serval or something. You can't have a tiger. A tiger's not gonna fit in your apartment. A <laughs> uh, would be that horrible. sounds like Twitter talk. Or, or if you get lucky, you can find an F1 Savannah cat. Look at they me. Cats are pretty. Drew, look at they, me. Do I look like a guy that gets lucky? 
<laughs> well, yeah, okay. With your hand, though. No, even my hand is like, no, not today. Oh, no. <laughs> We're fighting is... right now. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, lefty. The stranger. All Oni possess extreme strength and constitution, and many of them are accomplished sorcerers. They are ferocious demons, bringers of disaster, spreaders of disease, and punishers of the damned in hell. Oni are born when a truly wicked person dies and end up in one of the many Buddhist hells. Once transformed to become ogreish and brutal servants to the great lord Enma, who is the ruler of Jigoku, which is hell. They also share a lot of uh, similarities with the Arabian Jinn. Which is another episode I would love to do, because I love Jin. Uh, they wield... Go ahead. No, I was saying, deal. Jin are fantastic. They... Yeah. Going There's a lot quick... we can go over. Oh, going on a tangent on this one real fast. They are vividly bad guys in one of the Uncharted games. I think it's the third one, and I, have... I love it. Jin are technically villains, period. Well, Disney except... just did the Disney thing. Exactly. That it always does. They wield great my iron favorite clubs. YouTube videos is is a predator going through uh, Templar Crusade time, and they were calling him a jinn. It's, it's called this. Predator Dark Ages or something like that. It's like, if I remember right, an hour long. It's a fan made Predator movie, and it is so good. Ah, the I hate, the the fan made Uncharted movie was really good too. Of course, it's got Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Uh, you know he's a big actor. He had money for it. I, I, yeah. But I don't think the Predator movie had big money for it. I think it was just like a bunch of friends doing it. It was, and, and that's always that's always the fun part. I remember my friends and I we made stupid little movies when we were like, uh, I was a Terminator hunting them down. So, also, hi Lewis, if you listen to that, I do. I still have those videos. Post them. I have to. I have to find them. They're on you. They're on my Facebook somewhere. Uh, and crush humans with them for pure enjoyment. Because why does anyone do anything, Kyle? For fun. Sheer absolute boredom. Oh, I was gonna say, but no, basically, yeah, that's pretty much how the Oni see it. It's like they're that is literally their job to punish these people and just be like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm bored. Smack! The Oni's job is to met out absolutely horrible punishments such as peeling off skin, crushing bones, and there are other torments that are too horrible to describe to those who are wicked, but not enough to be reborn as Oni themselves. Huh. And like when I was looking at my notes, it didn't it would not go into detail, so I'll just let you guys imagine how bad it could be. Uh I'm just doing that because Devin was supposed to be here, but he failed oh, us. Because he doesn't love me. I know he doesn't. He decided to go clean the house and be a good husband for his wife. So selfish. Oh, God, Jesus. Uh, Jigoku happens to be full of Oni that happen to make up the armies of the great generals of the underworld. 
Shingoku it so is happened. my favorite character in Dragon Ball. Oh dear God, I knew he was going to do that. It so happens that when a human is so utterly wicked that their soul is beyond any form of redemption, they transform into an Oni during life and remain on Earth to terrorize and wreak havoc on the living. Most legends tell of such Oni who also happen to pose the most danger to humankind. These creatures are stuff of legends and fairy tales, countless stories of lords, ladies, warriors, and rogues that happen to make up Japanese mythology. No two stories about Oni are exactly alike, except for one thing. They are depicted as villains of mankind. Fair. Villages hold yearly ceremonies used to drive to drive Oni away, uh, mostly at the beginning of the spring. During the Setsubun Festival, people throw soybeans outside their homes and shout, Oni wa soto fuku wa uchi, which translates to, Oni go out, blessings come in. That. Monkey statues are also thought to guard against Oni since the word Saru is a homophone for the word leaving. And folklore has it that Holly can be used to guard against Oni. So now we got the basic gist of what they are. I can move on to the specific Oni I chose. Daymon. The Great King in Madayo. The literal ruler of hell. Nice. In Japan. <laughs> I was about to say, it doesn't sound like Tom Ellis. Okay. <laughs> in Madayo is the ruler of hell, both Jigoku and Meido, and the foremost of the 13 judges of the dead. He has dresses in the robes of ancient government official from the Chinese Tang Dynasty and wears a fearsome expression upon his face. He is served by two secretaries, Shiroku and Shimio, as well as a number of other demonic servants, chiefs of which are Gozu and Mezu. And give me a second to get a picture of him real fast. Kyle, you have a screen share on, right? No. Turn it on! Oh, also, <laughs> listeners, I apologize. I am dealing with the cold right now. No, he's not. This is in Madayo. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, he's, I I love his look. And uh, in Dragon Ball Z, they actually came very close to this look. Because, you know, Japan, they can do this. Where was I? Okay. Goes with Mesu. His name is, often is invoked by parents who scold their children. If you tell a lie, Inma will rip out your tongue. Interesting. Yeah. That's that's why I love most of this stuff. This is why I really want to do this episode because there's so much shit about it. That's uh, that's good. That's good. Keep going. Keep going. Tell us more. Inma's chief duty is to judge the souls of the newly dead and send them on their next location. He keeps a great scroll in which he records all the good and evil deeds of each and every person to use the evidence against them when their time of judgment comes. He oversees the torturing and suffering in hell making sure that each soul gets enough punishment. That's, and I, I mean, like, I, there is, Kyle, you know where I'm going with this, talking about truly wicked people. There is a character in Dead by Daily at Lorna that is known as the Oni. Uh-huh. And he, this is why I think, uh, what made me want to do this, he has an attack that literally you charge at the person. He rages and then charges at them. 
So he's like a barbarian? To a, yes, to a degree. He's wearing, uh, I want to say, Edo period armor. Like the most, most samurai armor you see in movie. Hold on. See if I can find a picture real fast. But Oni, the Oni is a very fun uh, character and a little terrifying to go against. I don't know if Kyle's ever played against him. Yeah. What? Wait. I need to rewatch Teen Wolf. I'm rewatching Teen Wolf, but I'm not to where they get into a lot of Japanese mythology. So. I, I need. Well, no, I already covered him in my Kitsune episode. Never mind. Uh huh. Because I was about, I was about to say, uh, I I should talk about um uh, the No Kitsune. Was like, wait, no, I already did. Yeah. So, what were the guards that he uh got control over eventually? They were like. Oni, they were like ninjas. Okay. But they weren't your typical Oni. Uh, give me a second, I have, since I have a picture of what he looks like. This is the Oni from Dead by Daylight. You know, it's the oh, so cool. Yeah, yeah. That's this is uh he and the name... the curved out canines. I've noticed that's a that's a big characteristic for them. Yeah. Uh, his name is Kazan Yamaoka. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, his power is Yamaoka's Wrath, which is basically you charge at them and basically throw them across the map. I hate that. Oh, hey, Kyle. Who's your favorite character on Team Wolf right now? Oh, yes, I need to know Yes, my boy! I hated episode two, though. Yeah. Episode two sucked. Season one, episode two sucked, but, like, it starts getting better. I watched three, and I... Think I watched four last night. <laughs> I might watch another one tonight. I haven't decided yet. Oh, he met Kate. Oh, yeah. God. Kate, Kate's the last episode I watched. Kate's a psycho. Here is a better look at what he of his armor in the game. Very cool. Yeah, I really like his look, and I've and I've noticed that too. Like how most the curved out canines are the typical depiction of. Oni, because I looked on Amazon a few days ago trying to find a mask for the like right a half mask. Character. Yeah. A half mask, yeah. Trying to find something like as much as I want to. No. Who it knows is... what you would invite if you got one, or who you would invite? Exactly. Uh, where Kyle's was trying to be spooky. <laughs> it's just uh, overseas. What do you mean trying? Like many de- demonic figures in Japanese folklore, Great King Inma has a hanji, or true form, which is that of a Buddha or Bodhisattva. Inma's true form is Jiso Bisatsu, the guardian of the underworld, god of travelers, and protector of children. Jizo is a warm and compassionate beloved across Japan uh, deity who made a solemn vow not to become a full Buddha until all souls have been freed from suffering in hell. It is not uncommon to see small red bib stone jizu. That explains the statues. <laughs> sorry, I learned something myself. Too. Epiphany moment. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just learned this. Okay, so in Full Metal Alchemist and like very many stuff, there is these little statues with that red bib. Now I get it. There you go. And boom. And as I re- did this last night, I'm like. Why the fuck did I not figure this out? Um, 
The more you know. Where was I? Stone Jesus statues along roads and paths, and in graveyards all over Japan. While Enma may seem fearful and terrifying at heart, okay, while Enma may seem fearsome and terrifying, at heart he is a kind and compassionate God, and he truly wishes to save each soul from damnation. This may be why the souls of the dead are given so many tests and trials to avoid going to hell. Enma's origins lie in India. In Vedic mythology, he is known as Yama, the god of death. From the Vedas, the idea of Yama spread into Hinduism, Sikhism, and Buddhism. Buddhism traveled to China, bringing Yama with it, and mixed with local religions and superstitions before going brought to Japan during the Tang Dynasty. As Chinese Buddhism mixed with Japanese religions and superstitions, he was basically turned into the great god Emma, or great king Emma. Cool. And there is a Japanese story about Oni that had that concerns two of them. One, which simply wants to befriend human. That's so sweet. I'd befriend a demon. The story is called Naita Akoni, Red Oni Who Cried. Oh, don't let the demon cry. That's sad. You want to take a guess when it was written? Yesterday. More realistic, Kyle. Ten years ago. 1783. 1465. Nope. 1933. Oh. That was close. I know. I, I was a little disappointed, too. I'm sitting here like... No, not quite. <laughs> it's about... No, no, no. I'm sitting here and I was like, that might make sense, but that's still a few years before World War Two. Yep. I'm looking at the Jesus statue real fast because I'm trying to show you what I was talking about. Uh, Oni Miss, there we go. In the story, a red Oni tries to become friends with humans, even writing friendly messages on his house and making sweets. However, Oni are known for being scary and sometimes being man-eaters, so everyone stayed away. Eventually, he asked his friend, the blue Oni, for help on what he should do to let the humans know he was their friend. The blue Oni comes up with a plan. He'd pretend to be an evil Oni and attack the human village. And the red Oni... Oh, nice could heroically come in and save the humans by chasing off the blue Oni. They enact this plan, and the red Oni befriends the humans like he wanted. Still jealous you can do that. That I can cross my eyes? Yeah. However, he soon realizes that his friend, the blue Oni, hasn't come around. So he goes to, the house, goes to their house to see if something happened. He finds a letter from the blue Oni who writes that he will stay away from the humans so the red Oni can still be friends with them as humans would recognize him as the evil Oni that attacked. The story ends with the red Oni crying for having lost his old friend. Mm. That's so sad. Yeah. No, I don't like sad demons. Let's see. There are there are mentioned in... Uh, I don't know any of these anime, so I can't say anything. I haven't watched ReZero, so... Uh, I've cartoons seen, like... Three anime, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Are you okay? And like I said, it's fucking science pressure. <laughs> In Lego Ninjago Masters of Spin Jitsu, the Oni appear as a 10th season film in this faction. Uh, video games 
Oni are one of the variety of monsters that can be fought in Okami. Uh, they are in the Megami Tensei series. Oh, apparently Genshin Impact has one as a character. I don't play Genshin Impact because I have two. I, I don't I even know what that is. It's like an anime game, I think. I, I have, really I have a... Impact each other. Shut up, Kyle. I have it, but I haven't played it. And then the last one is the one I just told y'all about. Uh, Kazan Yamaoka from Dead by Daylight. And he is called the Oni due to the hulking, ghoulish exp- uh, appearance. So, that... So, Kyle, let's talk about stuff. What What do you think of what I talked about? It's okay. Because we got, I wanted to we try got... to make it Oni-K, but I realized it didn't work. Yeah, no. No, that's fair. Uh, so you gotta figure out who's up next, but yeah, I actually learned some stuff. That she left. I mean, it can be you if you want to. I didn't know. But yeah, Onis are fun. They're fun little yeah. creatures that pop up every now and then. Uh, you can use them in like, they're a special kind of ogre in D&D where I knew it. Let me go see if I have the book because the D&D children have their own special uh, rhyme for the Oni. Let me go grab my book real quick. Alright. But yes, dear listeners, since we're not going to have, you know, the dead air. Lord is back. Oni are, again, one of the biggest things in Japanese culture. And I I learned about, honestly, a lot as I read this. And, yeah, like, I, I, I... Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to... No, no. No, 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 you're fine. Uh, I was just going to say, um, y- you weren't on the episode, but what I did a lot of my research about, like, voodoo and hoodoo, like, I learned so much more than I expected. It's the same thing with Santeria. I learned so much more, and so, you know, that's, that's, sorry, I was, like, rushing to get my book because I wanted to, I wanted to go over something with you guys, and I forgot I had it in the living room. I feel that. <laughs> that's why I disappeared. But uh, I think that's one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is learning new things. Yeah. So, like, it's fantastic. Oh, good. Kyle came back in perfect timing. I also have oh, M&M's. Found it. This is I'll a Jesus statue. I also have, I have Halloween M&M's. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I've always seen it referenced in like anime and all this. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I've always been obsessed with Japanese culture. That I'd like, I love it so much. No, but, we couldn't tell. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Even before I got into Kamen Rider anime, I've always, when I lived with my parents, my bed was a Japanese style bed, like low to the ground. Cool. And it was it was so easy to get out of. I uh, I was comfortable. I had a um it's gonna found sound very, very typical of me. I had a black leather footboard and headboard. Nice. Big old queen size pillow top. And now I've graduated to a king size. And it's amazing. And I still have black blankets and sheet well, my sheets are neon green right now, but Nice. Yeah. That's a good color. Uh, uh, so, since you're both here, rock, paper, scissors, who goes next? I have hmm. a thing to read. 
Uh, oh. oh, right, 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 Kyle, let's get your D&D thing. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I was just gonna give a um, uh, uh, just a brief definition of what demons actually are and how they're in every culture. But I also do have demons that I want to talk about. Okay. So, first, before we do uh, the paper scissors, what? Huh? What? I have the poem for D&D for Onis because it is spooky and I love it and I've used it for games. But, uh, That's a poem? Cool. How do we go? Lock the door, blow out the light, the hungry Oni hunts the night. Hide and tremble, little one, the Oni wants to have some fun. Hear it scratching on the door, see its shadow cross the floor. The sun won't rise for quite a while, till then beware the Oni smile. Oh, that's fucking cool. I love it. That was the, that's for D for fifth edition Oni. And for our listeners that want to use it for their D campaigns, it is on page 239 of the Monster Manual, right next to the Half Ogre, which is described by satyrs as the worst dancers ever. Oh, that's so sad. That's literally what it says right there. Worst dancers ever. I wasn't ready for that. That's kind of sad. Well, because we're talking about demons. Demons. Hey, man. <laughs> the definition of a demon in, from the Oxford language languages, excuse me, is an evil spirit or devil, especially one thought to possess a person who, or act as a tormentor in hell, which is totally like so narrowed down into into like Christianity and like Judeo-Christian like demons it, oh, it kills me just just letting you know because one of the demons I will be talking about today doesn't reside in hell just letting you know mm. <laughs> alright Chucky I'll be a friend but no, ever but no. ever. Fuck no. God damn it. I'm tormented by that doll. Wanna play? Boo-boo, he's gonna get you. When I when <laughs> I worked at Spirit uh one year we had the roaming Chucky doll that they come to like the little Roomba thing. I told my manager at the time, if that thing starts saying stuff that's not programmed, I'm punting it across the store. But how do you know it's, what's programmed? I I heard all his voice lines. And they said they said on the back of the box, and she looked at me like, "Why? Why would you do that?" It's like, "What's my full name?" Right? Got it. Sorry. Hi, Andy. Wanna play? Oh, that's actually that's my favorite line. Start. I love how. Uh, speaking of that, I love how Spencer starts out assault battery with that. Well, yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I just, I just, I just <laughs> it's the song for Chucky. Make it past him. His demonic little doll will make you his bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I love I'll, it. I'll, I'll love fuck you. My favorite, my favorite part. Every fucking time. No, my favorite part of the whole, whole video. Heidi, bitch. <laughs> they have so much fun with their music and videos. I can't. I can't take the video seriously because it's him crawling around the set on his knees. 
He's only like six five seven, anyways. So whoever the uh, one of the guitarists is, he just sitting like the whole time. Oh, oh! Speaking of funny guitarists and uh, music videos, okay, I love how everybody's like. Like all the negative reviews for the monsters are bitching about it not being like, like what they expect out of Rob Zombie. I'm sorry. Have you seen the music video for Dracula based on the car that is, you know, Grandpa's from the monsters? Like Wait, featured seriously? original Dracula. Yeah, that's what it's, that's. That's what the Dracula is. Dracula is is Grandpa's car. The Count's car, and it's literally like half the video. Like Rob Zombie got the got the actual Dracula car, and half the video is them going down a road, you know, like cinema road, like movie road, where huh. they're like just on a conveyor belt, and it's him with two little demons, and they're seriously just sitting there doing the Night of the Roxbury dance in Dracula. Like, come on, this man loves this show so much and he did the movie justice so you guys can come at me about the monsters i will shut you down in a minute i will make you Same. feel so small and then i'm going to mush you under my boot huh. just I saying did, i didn't how much do i have that. to pay for that to happen <sighs> that's kind of priceless hon but yeah that is so cool i did not know the song was about yeah. i'm a huge what? rob zombie fan like no no really that's like never asked uh ice nine kill song ex mortis sounds like a straight up rob zombie song to me it does it really does just like especially the the riffs and everything i'm like oh you sound like rob zombie there which i love i like i love it it's fantastic but like yeah (gasps) i oh Oh, which just had aneurysm. You know, it would be <laughs> the most amazing concert. Like, fuck Trinity of Terror. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Motionless and White. Black Veil Brides are okay. But, like, Ice Nine Kills opening for Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. Oh, like, <laughs> like I've seen, I've seen Murder Dolls open for Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. And that was an amazing show. I saw but, Alice like, Cooper open for Molly Crew. Yeah, I want to see that. I need to see that. I sign kills if you ever want to come on the show. You're welcome to. Please. But also, where's my shirt? I ordered that shirt like a couple weeks ago and I'm still waiting on it. Around the corner and back again? If it was a pre-order, it's probably going to take some time. Or even if it was an initial order, it's going to take some time. I know. Yeah. But I want to wear it. It's so pretty. I think you showed it to us. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the one okay. that's got the little director clip thing, and it's got oh yeah, yeah, okay. In it. The background's all tie dye, well, like black and white tie dye, not multi. I got you. Oh, like my Hollywood. That's still tie dye. Because you have to tie it to get that effect on it. Tie dye is so fucking cool. All right. Tie dye is shibari for shirts. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Laura, um, rock, paper, scissors. Let's go. Wait, rock, on three or shoot? Rock, paper, scissors, uh, shoot. Okay. Yeah, it's up to you. I'm just watching. So, rock. Right. Will you go ahead and do it? No, you were delayed on mine. You you are like, delayed a bit. You were frozen, and then you were just like, rock. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> okay. 
Rock, Rock paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. Damn it. Scissors, folks. Rock, Rock paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. UV. Okay. Best two out of three? Okay. Okay. Rock, paper, paper scissors, 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 shoot. Oh, fucking hell. I'll go first, uh, damn it. Okay. okay, folks. So what happened? It was they both got scissors. Lord of me, Kyle. And then they both got scissors. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we just... Screw it. Lord of goes next. Hold on. Let me finish my M&M's. Yep. I, have Halloween, I have Halloween colored M&M's. They're amazing. I also had a Reese's peanut butter pumpkin. Mm. Oh, I love those. The ghosts are my favorite. I like the ghost that Twix does. <coughs> I think I've almost had, no, I have. Yes, they're amazing. Yeah, I didn't think about it. It's like, I've had them before. And Come and Go has them. <laughs> no pile. <laughs> You mean ejaculate and evacuate? Okay. Why doesn't he get yelled at? Well, because I'm into it. Never mind. <laughs> I almost never do it. Mm-hmm. It's fair. Oh, okay. I'm just now looking at chat. You said, so the story sounds like an 80s horror movie? Yeah, it did. It was really yeah, cool. That's, I like that's it. What I, think, I think that's where she was going with it. I'm, she was telling me about it. I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this. Go. Me? Yeah. No, no, I was done. I was done with my coffee. Okay. So just a little forward about the first demon that I'm going to be talking about. I actually learned. Okay. So he's he's mentioned a lot in The Exorcist. He is the demon that possesses Reagan in The Exorcist. But and and the, the little statue that they show of him is correct. It is. Um, and some of the background that they do for him is correct, but yes. Where'd you get that book? That's pretty cool. This At book. A bookstore, Drew. Oh. Look them up. Shut up Kyle. Hold on. This book that I'm holding, like I said, is the inspiration for my first demon. It huh. is called Evil Archaeology Demons, Ooh. Possessions, and Sinister Relics. I am not that far into it. But I need to, and I want to finish it. But it's by uh, Heather Lynn, who is a PhD and professional historian and a renegade, quote unquote, archaeologist. This book um, talks about all sorts of different stuff when it comes to like demons, demonology, ritual sacrifice, human sacrifices, things like that. And it also has a section where they talk to an, uh, like an actual exorcist. And they also, it also goes over some parts of um, how to protect yourself. So I highly recommend, I found this at Barnes and Noble. Uh, Drew, I think you're, I think you're muted. I wanted to see how long he would be. I, I, I thought I unmuted myself, sorry. I muted okay. so you could talk. Well, uh, I find it funny, but go ahead, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, like, once I finish reading it, you guys are more than welcome because it is actually a really good read. It is definitely a nonfiction book. And when I first saw it, I was just like, okay, I kind of, I like the idea of this. So I looked at it, read the back of it, put it back on the shelf, looked at a couple of things, but I just, I kept going back to it and I kept going back to it. And so, yes, I bought it. It's been a good read so far. I highly recommend. 
it like I said, it's at Barnes and Noble. It was like 20 bucks. So not bad for a book. It's, it's decently sized. So but yeah. That'll be that 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 book is the inspiration for my first demon. Demon. Demon and demonology, which I talked about in one of my episodes at uh King James of Scotland slash England wrote a book about demonology. And then you know what what's his face wrote Malice Mal Malleus Maleficarum, so <laughs> yeah, he was an asshole. So he wrote about demons, which I will also talk about on my second grouping of demons. Yeah, uh, as I was saying when I was muted, I find it funny that Lorna has that book, whereas I have this because like you love like you're you love that stuff for me, like I can't talk right now. I have the Celtic mythologies and fairy tales in that same line. Yeah, and it's like I when Shuri got that for me, it was like I I, I when I did the stories or my when I did my episodes, I didn't know a whole lot. So when I got that book, I actually looked into it and I really got more into it. So I understand how you feel about the evil archaeology. I have this because I'm not a fucking nerd. That's the fucking nerd. I was about to say this Says is the guy who our <laughs> dungeon master. I was about to say I keeper. just read from a Dungeons and Dragons book. Right. I I have my fairy tale book. It's in my living room, so I'm not gonna run to go get it. But I, I have like a giant fairy tale book. Nice. Yeah, I have a Celtic fairy tale mythology. I have a lot of books. I have a lot of books about witchcraft and vampires. <gasps> and werewolves. Oh, there's a book about werewolves over there. I like werewolves. They're cute. I've already done I've done my episode about werewolves already. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah. You ready to go? You ready to learn? Yeah. I have notes. <laughs> uh <laughs> all right. So, like I said, the inspiration from this did not come from the exorcist. Cause I didn't even I've seen the exorcist only once and it was in a church and I don't really want to see the exorcist again. I just it's it one of those movies up. that's it doesn't hold up, and it's one of those movies that's like a one and done kind of watch. Like, uh, I've seen it to see it, but I don't want to watch it again. I, I rewatched it not too long ago, and I'm like, this isn't as scary as I remember. I was around Reagan's age when I watched it, so it was a little scary to me. Wait, Ronald Reagan? No. The president? No, Reagan. She's the character in the movie. She's the little girl in the movie. You can't Stop tell me Ronald Reagan's not a character in the movie. Actually, shit, I don't know. Hang on, I'm gonna look it up. I don't know who would be president during that time. I'm glad I was muted for this that. This is the 70s. Okay, I will be talking about Pazuzu. In the Cradle of Civilization, Mesopotamia had quite the, pan quite the impressive pantheon of demons, more specifically demonic gods. So they're not, yes, they're demons, but it's weird. You'd have to read more about it. I, I, unless I'm going to be doing a full episode on this stuff, I'm not going over all of it. Pazuzu um, is the personification of the West Wind and holds a kingship over the wind demons of um, Mesopotamia. And when I say Mesopotamia, there's like Assyrian, there's Sumerian, there's Babylonian. 
all of that kind of pantheon and era. Um, he is one of Assyrian origin, living in the mountains, like I said, but he doesn't live in hell. He lives in the mountains. And he uh, he brings winds to uh, to the region. Now, Pazuzu is an interesting demon, both in nature and looks. He is an apotropaic deity, meaning while he does bring drought, famine, floods, others like not so great stuff to the to the region, he's a protective entity against his wife Lamashtu. Lamashtu. I did not sound that out in my head when I was reading earlier. <laughs> I was like, how am I gonna pronounce this? Um, now she is a an extremely jealous demoness who was never given a child therefore she is known for stealing breastfeeding babies and causing miscarriages many women in mesopotamia feared her when they were with child or when they were trying to have a child or right after birth now this is when pazuzu would intervene and chase her away Women would specifically invoke him or wear protective amulets of his likeness to protect themselves and their unborn child or, you know, their newly born child. These amulets were usually made of clay, copper, bronze, the materials you would typically find back then. And they depicted Pazuzu in his hybrid form. Well, he is a hybrid. He's got like, like I'm about to go over it. It's a, he's got a weird, weird, like physical form uh he has a humanoid head with canine or feline mouth he has these huge eyes his body is humanesque but it's a longer torso than what you would see and it's covered in serpent-like scales um he's got you know claws and everything and he's he's a (laughs) This killed me when I first read about it because I I literally I had to look it up to be sure. Apparently, he is often depicted with his penis erect, but it's a serpent. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, nobody's perfect, right? More often than not, these amulets were just of the heads. Uh, the body was more in a clay tablets or bronze pressings and he always has two set of wings which was really common for mesopotamian deities if you look through like the their whole pantheon of the lilu uh you'll see that by the way lilu is supposed to come from like lilith who was one of the first demons there but i'm not going over look it up you just have to do homework um (laughs) But it's not uncommon for these deities of that era in that region to have the two sets of wings. It's really cool. Also, here's a fun fact. His right hand is always raised towards heaven. His left is always lowered to earth. Meaning, you know, life, death. Does that sound kind of familiar for another kind of demon that we know of? Usually does it like this. Yeah, Drew, Drew. I, I see the, I see the, 
I think you're muted. No, I no, I, 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 okay. I muted. Think I, about I, it. I, I muted. I muted before. Um, Satan. Baphomet. Baphomet. Thank you. That's that, that's the name I was trying to say. Yeah, but that's okay. So that's why. Buff yo. <laughs> you. That's what. That's why I did Pazuzu because he's got such an interesting role in not only pop culture but he's also there was also a serial killer look him up i'm not going over it bailey Sarian did a whole episode on him just go listen to her murder mystery makeup monday episode of that i love that um what i just that she does that stuff for mondays yes she also does dark history which is absolutely fantastic dark history is <clears throat> my favorite the zoot suit episode is my favorite she covered the dancing plague, and I was just like, yes! She covered the dancing plague before Kyle did, though. Oh. I was a dancing queen. Okay, Abba. But yeah, I always thought that was interesting, because yes, he's a demon, and he causes drought, and he causes flooding during other er- other times of the year, but he's also a pro- he he's a protector of mothers and unborn children like i like that kind of dichotomy there so but that was my first one you're next kyle let's do this also, come on baboo because i know people were curious it was nixon who was president during the 70s it was nixon and then reagan was during the 80s so he wasn't president during the exorcist but you can't tell me he wasn't a background character okay cool so we're, we're still in the regular ones right yeah regular not, what not, not not pop yet right. no no i'm just talking i'm talking about legitimate no, like, yeah because because you said that's my first one I was like wait shit what no, no, this is my this is a legitimate demon from Mesopotamian okay. pantheon. Okay, I got you. No, I, I like I, I I heard what you were saying, but I was just like, oh, when you said this is your first one, I was like shit, I only had one. <laughs> oh, I like I have some pop culture, but I, I, eh, I did more of like regular stuff. All right, Kyle, get in. Yeah, okay. Kyle, do it. Well, no, because now you are pressuring me. Do it. You won't. You can do it. You can do it all night long. So the one demon I picked, like actual quote-unquote demon, is kind of popular on the internet right now because of a show. But uh, his name is Stolas. He is an owl demon that... Honestly, when you look at him, <laughs> I like him. He's not a bad guy. He's a pacifist. He he doesn't care about like torture and torment. He's all about like studying herbalism, uh, constellations, knowledge, things like that. So the show Hell of a Boss got a lot of his lore right when it That's comes to him. I... Sorry to interject, Kyle. I thought Stolas was only on that. I didn't know he was God. No, he's an actual No, he's an actual demon. He's an actual prince of hell. Uh, Most of the princes of hell from that show. I'm learning shit today. I love it. Most of the, or all of the princes of hells that they've introduced on that show are actual princes of hells. Have they done Belial yet? 
No, but there he's. I think he's in the works right now. That is so, if I remember right, the only ones they've introduced is Stolas or Stolas, sorry, and Asmodeus. Okay. So they've only done and Lucifer, but he's like big boss. Oh, he it's Lucifer. Oh, I wonder if they'll do Mephisto. They better do Mephisto. That'd I be hope great. so. Or Mephis Mephistopheles. That would be I actually like Hell of a Boss more than Has Been Hotel, but probably because Has Been Hotel, we've only got one episode because it's actually becoming like a full on TV show for. Uh, I think A24 Studios is doing it or something like that. But uh, Hell of a Boss is a YouTube series and we've got... Oh, that's why I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Also... You would like Hell of a Boss. Oh, you would love it. It's very cartoony, but it's a lot of fun. And guess what, Kyle? And the main character, like, the main boss, uh, Blitz... He's a he is now a pansexual icon, so I love him, and he is very over the top like me. But now, yes, Drew, I get to meet Moxie. Anyway, <laughs> back to Stolas. Uh, he is back the thirty sixth spirit of the Oz, Gotha, and Great Prince of Hell. Commanding 26 legions of demons, or 25 according to other authors. Other, not utter. That's what cows have. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. so do goats. And goats might be devils, Black Phillip. Would thou like to live deliciously? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thinking back on that movie, it's not scary at like at all. Oh no, it's kind of boring. It really, like, it really was. I like the commentary on you know religious fanaticism during the time, because you know we all know how I feel about Puritans. But like, and I like Anna Taylor Joy. She's a great actress. But, and I and I like some of the throw some of the throwbacks still some of the fairy like folklore and things for the time but it's honestly a really fucking boring movie i like it. until like the last 15 minutes drew what do you think of it i haven't watched it it's on hbo max if you've got two hours to kill watch it if not, if you don't don't even bother with it yeah, I, I didn't. I've never. So you guys talking about? I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> yes, Black <laughs> Philip. I like the goat. I do too, especially when he stabs the motherfucker. That was great. <laughs> now back to the owl boy. Sorry. So good. Uh, he is given the title of Great Prince of Hell, or sometimes simply Prince. Devin, no, I don't want to watch TikTok right now. I'm recording. <laughs> yeah, you should be here, Devin, and you would yeah, know. Yeah, Devin, you nerd. Again, that's like the pot calling the kettle black. Oh, yeah, but I've accepted it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
like all other demons of the Giotta, I think it's how it's pronounced, G-O-E-T-I-A. I don't know. Gosia? Uh, Gosia. That works. Because uh, usually T I A is a sh sound. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. I just read ahead, and mm. there is a word I'm not going to be able to say at all, just because it's a very long word. Anyway, <laughs> still this commands a particular number of demonic legions, specifically twenty six. His duties and skills are described uh, consistently across the. I'm just going to say hell because it sounds like a lot of places in hell. So, okay. And they describe Stolas as being superlative, a, having a lot of knowledge of astronomy, aka constellations, the planets, which if you watch the show Hell of a, Bo hell of a Boss, he deals with a lot of planet stuff. Like all, a lot of his uh, schedule revolves around the moon certain seasons, like, where planets line up, things like that. Uh, uh, he has a value for precious stones, kind of like Lorna with her shiny rocks. <laughs> Goblin-like rocks. <laughs> no, wait. Goblin-like rocks. And his effectiveness for of herbs and poisonous plants. He will impart that knowledge to those who summon him. So he Am just, I like, stolen? It, no, 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 no. He likes like poisonous plants too. He likes herbs and poisonous plants, like tell, teaching people the differences. I think I might be stolen. That's true. Because I fucking love like learning about poisonous plants. Like well, I have a whole section. I have a sticker of um of of hemlock and belladonna like belladonna is one of my favorite plants no a true belladonna thank you very much and like foxglove and night and and hemlock i said hemlock didn't i yes oleander oleander is another big one like mistletoe is not as deadly as you think but unless you're bowler yeah oh yeah we went over this <laughs> <laughs> oh here's a preparation oh does that mean that we can see the future no what see the future oh yes i can no That's how i know I i'm never gonna die Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. all right well that. we're gonna find out if lorna is stolas because i'm gonna describe his appearance and we're gonna see if it matches up with lorna He is depicted as being a crowned owl with long legs. Oh, no. Already got me there. I'm short as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is also sometimes seen as a raven, which I've seen Lorna do a couple of times. Shh. Or a man. I don't think Lorna is a man. Uh, his black... <coughs> Sorry, I had something come up in Xenomorph. His black raven is his demon form, while his angelic form is that of a winged man with dark curly hair and blue eyes. 
My hair's so, not curly. I, I was about to say, I, I don't think you're stoleless. But demons have been known to lie. Mine is curly at times. And they can, you know, they can morph. Jeez. But, uh, yeah, Stolas is one of the few demons. That, he's like a very rare demon because he is a pacifist. He doesn't like violence of any kind. He doesn't torture people. He doesn't like make deals to kind of screw with people. He's just kind of vibing. So he's not Crowry? He's not what? Crowry? No, he is not Crowry. 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 One of my <laughs> favorites. Heck yeah. Uh. Whoop. Uh. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> His only involvement in terms of conflict was during the war in heaven and aiding Lucifer's forces by guiding them to the appropriate destination, Viva Stars, and determining locations of objects and examining minerals surrounding it. So basically, while angels and demons were fighting in heaven, Stolas was walking around collecting rocks. It is me! <laughs> I'm a lot of rocks. All, all I can imagine is, ooh, shiny rock. Ooh, yeah, shiny pretty rock. Much. Ooh, another one. Oh, hey, look at this print. So, like, you need to go to the river with me and you will see some okay. very uh, uh, Stolas style yeah. behavior. What I'm uh very down to go hang out at the river. Hell yeah. The, the reason I was like had my hand over my mouth is when Kyle said he's a pacifist. I was like, no, no, no. We cannot so make never... that joke on here. We will get in trouble. How? You're talking about red versus blue. I was <laughs> no, I don't think so. What joke were you gonna if it's a bad it's... joke, I will edit it out. Oh, it's not a joke. No, it's just it's it's not a joke. It's something. It's like I'm a pacifist until I have a pacifist across your face. Mm -hmm. wow. <laughs> no, I'm telling you the red versus blue joke after we're done recording because we cannot have it on here. I haven't watched Red versus Blue in so long, so you're good. You're a nerd. Look, I love. Jonas finds comfort in his higher work. <laughs> For according to him, there is always something new to discover. Unlike war, which is constant and always stays the same. Fair. Yeah. Uh, he is fond of learning new developments and wants to expand his knowledge of what is out there in the universe instead of fighting battles that will contribute nothing except more battles to come. His pacifistic nature is noted by even Dante, who does not consider him a threat and leaves him to be, despite the fact that Stolas is a very dangerous demon regardless. It's because he's quiet. You always have to watch out for the quiet ones. Jeez. Um, there are some myths that revolve around him, but it's typically just him vibing with the world. Like I love it. Someone summons him uh, to get more knowledge on like rocks, the constellations, things like that, and he's just like, alright, cool, I'll teach you. I like it. He's a good guy. I like Stolas. Uh, I really like his character in the show Drew and I were talking about. Uh, but yeah, he's a nice guy. He's a good demon. <laughs> Technically, so is Pazuzu. Yes. 
something on the roof. So I, I, I looked. It's Stolas. You talked to him and you talked about him enough. He's just like, would I like to learn about the constellations? Actually, I kind of would. Same. Orion's belt's my favorite constellation. Uh, Ursa Major, because it's a bear. Uh, uh, Ursa Minor. Uh, yours Draco. is belt. Hers is a dragon. I mean, like Orion the bear, the hunter. Like my before I knew it was a a person. I thought. Yeah, we'll fucking watch the Revenant. See how Orion and Ursa Major go. Watch Dragonheart. See how that goes. Watch Lake Placid. Oh. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Betty White. Yeah. Watch Cocaine Bear when he uh. comes out. <laughs> Just like I'm going to, because I'm excited for Pablo Escobar. Watch that bear fuck up that mirror. <laughs> I love that bear so much. Oh. Adorable. He's trying. That bear was yeah. fucking great. <laughs> Drew, what are you eating? I saw you point your camera at it, but I didn't. I couldn't really tell what it was. It looked like Stroganoff. yogurt. Oh, okay. It looked like yogurt. I'll shut up. <laughs> also, I looked up the joke you were talking about. I remember it now. Okay. Uh, listeners, yeah, was... let it be noted, he did not say no. But yeah, I... that is all. <laughs> it's looks not too no. late. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> is it my turn again or is Drew do you have another demon I only out? had I only, I only had Emma okay. I only had one actual demon but I've got several hope culture demons yeah same so Lauren okay. you want to cover another one go ahead yes I want to cover another one because this one is fun this is this is this is honestly the main reason that I was just like, hey, this episode kind of needs a warning just because sexuality has long been a hush-hush taboo thing to talk about. Even today, it's something a lot of people are uncomfortable to uncomfortable with talking about. Like even you. with their partners. I'm what? not big on talking about sexuality. <laughs> I couldn't uh, say that with a straight face. I know. I'm like, you're you're bullshitting real hard there, sir. It looks like uh, Drew had a good time. His lips are covered with white stuff. Look, hold on, hold on, hold on. It was so... It was a sex and sexuality were so demonized at one point that there are legitimate sex demons. <laughs> Incubi and succubi represent the male and female forms of, de of demons related to sex. Incubus derive from words meaning nightmare or to lie upon. Succubus is derived from to lie beneath. I won't get into the argument behind why feminine demon has to be the sub, which is bullshit. What? Why? Why? Going by that logic... It does not mean incubi and succubi are male and female. It means incubi are tops and succubi are bottoms. Yes, but researching. And concubine the... are switches, just like me. Cool. <laughs> As I was saying, that's not how history has it, unfortunately. I know. But... I had like an honest question. What's you up? know this more. Uh, isn't there a band called Incubus? Yes. 
very good band like late 90s early 2000s okay because yeah. i was like very as good. You're, as you're, i know what because I, I know about the incubi and the second i was like sitting here like isn't that like a band or something yeah incubus is a very good band i think oh I, yeah um but yeah just just you know keep that in mind you know patriarchy bullshit kind of stuff like that but both incubi and succubi are said to seduce partners into sex and from there begin to drain them of some type of life essence i'm getting there don't ruin it sometimes it's in the form of draining life itself creating health issues for the victim ultimately ultimately leading up to an untimely death sometimes they just feed off the sexual energy of the encounter of the encounter be it with the same kind of inner like energy essence thing or bodily fluids like semen there are semen and in the malleus maleficarum that so demented old monk i don't even know he was old but that demented dominican monk legitimately said that incubi no succubi would still would like during their encounters with human men would steal their semen alter it somehow give it to incubi so they could impregnate human women and then therefore create either like semi-demons or witches like even the legend some of the legends of merlin are are uh uh say that his father was an incubus Mm -hmm. so like just because he's special doesn't mean his father was a demon come on um the lore varies from story to story. One commonality is that both succubi and incubi are depicted as insanely beautiful, which makes the sedu- seduction of partners so much easier. And as most people know, one of the Sedley Devon sins is lust. Oh. Lust. So it makes sense that these two de- demons are practically physical entities of it oh yeah i love i love these this lore because i mean one i'm goth and i love weird shit like that (laughs) but i think there is it's like a bob and she or leon and she like are sometimes considered succubi because if i don't know if you guys remember me going over them especially the the leon and she um she would inspire she was with this beautiful fae that would inspire people and they would become like you know famous it's also lost girl i'll talk about it in a second um she would inspire a, a lot of times it was men because you know heteronormative bullshit uh, <laughs> but she would inspire them and then begin to feed off of them and be it during you know sex or just kind of feed off them uh, she's often 
like said to be a succubus. So I think that's cool. They're all over the place. Um, there are some ties to succubi of succubi to Lilith, which you know, if you read on it, Lilith was supposed to be one of the first was what Adam's first wife. Adam's and- first wife, and then because she wasn't submissive. She was turned into like mother of monsters or something like that. A demon. She was turned into a demoness. Come on. So, but yeah, that's the last that I have of like legitimate, like non-fictional research demons. If you guys want to move into pop culture, I got you there too. Suck your bye. They are also in D and D. I'm right. They're also in the native like vampire hunter novels. Uh, there is there's an anime called Rosario Vampire and one of the main characters is a succubus succubus succubi and incubi are very 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 more often not vampires and it's like yeah oh no 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 the the, the Rosario Vampire is just like it's a it's a well, school for I, I know where you're going I, oh, I, okay. I know what you meant by that but like it, it's very like it's very rare to have a succubus or an incubus that's not a vampire it's oh. rare it is rare it happens and i'll go over one when we get further into pop culture Fair. but it's rare yeah okay i got you because you know the life essence thing is usually with blood is you know one of those life essences because it's what it's supposed to be what keeps you alive but then you also have semen which is actually you need to make another life so it is it it's read read further into it it's really it's a lot to go over in like the little amount of time we have for this episode right now so but yeah pop culture let's do this all right my episode i get to go first that's oh, yeah my first one is from one of my favorite cartoon series as a kid. I was so happy when this came back to the, on TV. Born from the black mass of darkness, the shape-shifting demon Aku was born. That was the first thing I ever got into uh, when I first knew about demon stuff. Uh, Aku is probably one of my favorites in the pop culture because he's not, yes, he's evil, but he's also so much of a smart ass, it's not even funny. His main goal is to torment Jack and to make sure he can't go back to the past to stop him. And uh he was actually voiced by Uncle Iroh, the original. And now he's voiced again by Uncle Iroh. That's fun. Yeah, it's uh let's see. Jack's not even his real name. No, it's not. It was just something that gave him. I loved it. And we never knew. We never found out his real name. Nope. They never said it. It was just a bunch of people. It was like a bunch of people on the side of the road that just kept calling him Jack. Yeah, it just it stuck. It was like I loved it. And not to mention that Will I Am did the uh, intro. Cool. Uh, at the beginning of every episode, it goes long ago in a distant land. I Aku, the shape shifting master of darkness. Unleash an unspeakable evil, but a foolish samurai warrior wielding a magic sword stepped forth to oppose me. 
Before the final blow was struck, I tore open a portal in time and flung him into the future where my evil is law. Kyle, Kyle you good? what are you doing? Jelly? I think oh, he just got taken by a demon. That's fair. <laughs> and now the fool seeks return to the past and undo the future that is Aku. And again, being uh, I forgot how old I was when the show came out, but I love samurai. I love ninja. So I watched the show. I'm like, okay. I love Meow Mix. Please deliver. <laughs> that's how you. That's like the rhythm that you said it. It was perfect. Yeah. I could, <laughs> Sorry. I, if, if, if my voice wasn't screwed up right now, I could. I could have done. I could have tried for uh, Aku. Uh, it had four seasons, and he was uh voiced by Mako. But due to Death 2006, Greg Baldwin now voices him, who, again, Uncle Iroh. That is one of my first ones. Because a lot of people already know about Baku. He's just a jackass. I love him. There is one part, and I think it's the newest season, that's my all-time favorite. He's ordering a pizza. And people have used it for several things. He goes, and I want it extra thick. Like my women. Exactly. <laughs> and ever since they did that in the show, that has been used as a meme for everything. Kyle, why are you all surprised? You know I'm bi. I'm not surprised. Are you just like, well, that was bold? <laughs> Yeah. I love <laughs> I love for his uh for his age and where I'm looking at, it says prehistoric. Yeah, because he was a meteor that crashed into the earth and wiped yep. out the dinosaurs. Which a lot of people his... think uh the new show, Primal, it's gonna end with Aku's meteor hitting the earth, connecting prehistoric connecting primal with Samurai Jack because they're both done by the same person. Primal is so good. It is. I haven't watched even two yet, though. Yeah, so Not to mention that. I was just going to say that demons, the concept of demons has existed since the Paleolithic era. Because, you know, fear of the unknown. Just just, yeah. just a thing. So that's very valid. <laughs> yeah, the, the first time we see Aku in the first episode, he's this uh, blacked out tree. Because uh, his father, or Jack's father, put him away into the tree. And, yeah. So, once Aku came back, it was Jack's turn. But he got sent away because he was too young to fight Aku. And then when he became older, traveling through different uh, time periods, like, uh, not time periods, you know what I'm trying to say. Different cultures. He's learning all of this. As you grow up, he's learning all this. They even had Robin Hood in it, Lorna. Oh, cool. And Vikings. And Vikings. I like Vikings. My favorite episode is the ninja uh, episode. I can't remember me. what it's called. But he basically fights... You know how ninja wear the all black? That I know which episode you're talking about. That's one of my favorites, too. Well, okay, Lorna. The, in this episode, Jack has a white... Uh, Kimono? Yeah, kimono. Mm -hmm. So he basically turned it inside out to make a white uh, knight's white uh, 
ninja outfit. I, I knew the actual gi. That's the word. Thank you. I got you. Uh, to make a white gi, and when they're fighting, you can only see Jack in the shadows, and you can only see the ninja in light. Huh. It's... It was a really good episode. And this, that's not the best episode. No, the best episode was with the Scotsman. Damn right! <laughs> I mean, Voice we're a lot of Bender fun, himself. so... The Scotsman is the best character. He has a Gatling gun pig leg. His wife is bossy as hell. I love this character. He's the best. Oh, God, he was so and good. And he's voiced by Bender. Yeah, exactly. My favorite my favorite of the, the interaction is when they, they're on a bridge together and just That's insult his each other. Episode. That's the oh, Scotsman's love it. debut episode. Oh, yeah, it is. That's right. I forgot. Oh, it's so good. Okay. And then he has, uh, like, the in the new season, he has so many daughters. Like, yes, he have does. any sons. It's just all daughters, and they all kick ass. Just like him. I mean, Scottish women are awesome. <laughs> true. And they're all, and the best part is they're all taller than him, too. I love it. I was not taller than my dad. We don't know that. He was in a wheelchair the whole show because he was an old, old man. Well, from what it seems. But seemed, they probably they were... were because these were beefy women. And I love Well, them. I'm taller than my. I would bet them my biological dad now because you know what? he's six feet. Oh, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that could be a Drew. future episode. I invite my mom and stepmom, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> October, the veil is getting thinner. My dad's been gone for almost 30 years, so he'll be gone 30 years next year. I'm Girl. 34. I'm going on 34, by the way. So, yeah, so much. So hauntingly beautiful. I see. I told, like, numerically, I'm 33. And I, well, I, I'm not. Shut the fuck up, Drew. <laughs> I, I know. Oh, that's so terrifying. <laughs> what? It's just, just you the way you said it. Like... <laughs> I do the same thing to Jeremy when he starts saying bad stuff about himself. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's the mom voice when it comes out. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. uh... But yeah, we all know I've made that pact. I've made that agreement. I'm getting any older. Well, not physically. Back to Aku. I'm I'm done with Aku because that was. Still watch Samurai Jack. It's really good. It is actually a really good show. And when when the fifth season came back, I screamed so loud. And there's in like all the. Told you it was around done. the same time as when Rick and Morty's newest season was coming out. Uh, there was this there was this meme I can't find it anymore. I saved the picture. It's Aku looking really grumpy. And it's like <laughs> I heard that. I think that might have been a tree branch. Uh, you think so? Yeah, but uh, it was it's like it was the grumpy Aku. What if it's a Wendigo? 
you know, at this point, I'm kind of 50-50. What about That's a fair. fresh pedestrian? Kind of 50-50. I love that none of us... The raccoon, you can fuck off! I love how I love the fact that none of us have yet to cover flesh pedestrians because we really don't want to invoke that. Challenge uh, But I can't I can't remember what exactly it said, but it's like uh Rick and Morty fans like, like we've been waiting this long. Samurai Jack fans. Yeah. Listeners, he's making a grumpy face because y'all cannot see him. I know. Y'all, y'all go ahead while I, try and, while I try and find it. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go on from what I was talking about earlier about Succubus. Lost Girl, the main character. Her name is Bo. She's a Succubus. She's awesome. And actually, that entire show is amazing. They all... All right. So everything that's not human is fey, But there's so many different types of fate and they talk about like everything they talk about leon and she's there's mesmers which he's awesome the mesmer that they have is amazing um there's there's like even like wolves like werewolves and stuff they're known as fae it's just a different type of fae and so Bo is a succubus and she you know her her energy comes from sex and affection and things like that but it all it's also a life essence kind of thing so her hers is like she it, it's a twice she has to have they she they all call feeding so she feeds off sex and life essences so it's pretty cool it's like i love the show i highly recommend it's on the cw app which is free i highly recommend that everybody at least watch one or two episodes just to get a little bit of the lore on her. And then uh there's another uh the, like I said, the the Laurel K. Hamilton and Nita Blake series has them, but they're vampires or like vampire adjacent. And once they introduce all that shit into the into the books, like they just go to hell. They basically become like really bad porn in books. <laughs> that I that mine was quick, <laughs> and then obviously I love all of supernatural, but I don't know who's going over the supernatural demons of choice. So, guys, your, your turn. Okay, ma'am, I will feed you when we're done recording. Don't be sassy. You don't be sassy. So the demon I chose is my cat Ash. I knew it. No, she's being sassy. Now, uh, the first pulp culture demon I chose is the mattress demon. Have yeah, you told me about this earlier. What? You told me about you were going to do this earlier, and all I could think of was, what, what, what the fuck is this? <laughs> okay, before you get into that, when you told me that earlier, I was totally thinking of, like, from Clerks 2, like, pillow pants and stuff. Okay. Do either one of you know the story of the mattress demon? Uh, no, because what I think of is is something for American Horror Story, and I know you haven't seen it. That's fair. <gasps> Two new episodes come out tomorrow on Hulu. Hell, fucking yeah! Sorry. Can- 
So, the story of the mattress demon is one day, this, sorry, Ash was being a pain. <laughs> this woman and her husband woke up and they found that their bed wasn't as comfortable as it used to be. So, they bought a new mattress to go on it. The people brought the mattress, installed it for them, and then they left. And as the woman slept on the mattress, she got possessed by the demon inside of it. As the demon started taking <laughs> over... What, Lorna? I'm just laughing. As the demon started taking more control of this woman, uh, she was tormenting everyone that lived on this farm. Until the family's dog decided to chase away the demon, where the demon then possessed the husband of the farm. And the wife, using her mighty rolling pan, knocked out the husband, they wrapped up the mattress, and sent it on its way. And that dog was Courage, the cowardly dog! I fucking Courage, knew he was gonna go the there. The cowardly <laughs> dog! Abandoned he was found by Muriel. Why did it not freaking click? Thank you. That just made my night. Oh my gosh. That, I didn't even think about it. I haven't is, seen those episodes in so long. That is one of mine and Devin's favorite episodes because the scene where Muriel is like in bed possessed by the demon, which has an exorcist reference where she kept spinning her head. But mm -hmm. uh, there's a the part where she's like, courage, courage, come closer. And as he gets closer, she's like, would, I would like a cup of tea. And she throws off the blanket and there's a full tea set there and Courage freaks out. Devin and I quote that so much around each other. But yeah, there was only one episode of Courage that had a demon. And I was like, oh, I need to talk about it because it's Courage. And it's got a demon. So it worked. And I have a Courage oh, yeah. tattoo. He's a good boy. And I need to watch his boy. new movie. Do it. Which is on HBO Max, I think. It's the Courage yes, it is. crossover. It I saw it today got, and I'm ready for it. It just got put on there. So I might watch it later tonight. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> the cowardly dog. <laughs> but I, 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 I literally just gave the whole episode. So true. Yeah, I'd like my that my first one was super short. The other two I have are a lot are a bit longer, but I courage. Yeah, my my next one's kind of short. Hey Kyle, your turn. You ready for this? I know what I know I'm about to do. Yeah, because you're good at little two shoes. You're good at little two shoes. Can you say the name correctly though? Of what type of demon he is? A deadite? No. What was what was he besides? It's called a Kandorian demon, Drew. Right. Do you know how long it's been since I've seen it? You're gonna swing for the best. You better not miss. Okay. So basically, folks, I banned Kyle from talking about uh Evil Dead this time. My beer is empty. Because <laughs> We actually had this costume planned. He's going to do Ash, and I'm going to do Evil Ash, because I have to. It's perfect. So no, That's funny, because I started talking about Ex Mortis earlier. <laughs> <laughs> How hard was you for you to not say anything? For me? <laughs> yeah. 
Harder than right. a virgin on prom night. Uh, I have well, very bad memories of prom night because both times I went to prom, it sucked. I never went. I fun. wish I had never gone. <laughs> uh, Evil Ash, also known as Badass Ash, is the main antagonist from the Army of Darkness, my favorite Evil Dead movie. And also, Kyle, my very first one. Nerd. Hey. It Door. aired on site. It Great aired on site. I am not a whale penis. <laughs> it aired on site on the Sci-Fi Channel uh, years ago, and I had I recorded it on VHS because it has the part that I swear exists, but no one else remembers it. There was a part in the movie where he runs out of the windmill that he's in. And he's running through the woods and everything. He turns back around, sees himself in the in the little windmill house thing, and he runs into it, runs runs to the door, opens it, and runs into a mirror. But now they fixed it, so it's not that. Like I'm, I'm so fucking angry because that was so great. Hey Drew, hi. When you watch the movie on Amazon Prime, it has that part. Yes, thank God. Okay. Sorry, that's my that's my. It has a part lot of, of parts on the Amazon Prime that I don't remember from the DVD. So, and that's why it's my favorite because it's like I swear I'm the only one that's ever known about it. And others are like, huh? Uh, so he became he came from Ash, growing from his severed hand. No, I know that's what this says. <laughs> no, not in Army of Darkness. No, no I no, motherfucker. <laughs> if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do it right. No. Evil no. miniature ashes that Ash fucking eats and drinks with hot water because they kept tormenting him. Then they turned into an eyeball on his shadow on his shoulder. Shoulder out of him. And then hey, they Kyle. separated. The evil ash from the hand is from Ash versus Evil Dead, the show. There are two different evil ashes because uh Evil Dead and Army of Darkness are controlled by two different rides. Hey Kyle. Thanks for covering Evil Ash for me. You're welcome. <laughs> You're going to do it. You're no, going to do it right. No, I, I purposely did that to see if you would correct me. Because mm-hmm. I remember Evil, I remember Evil Ash coming from the hand. I doubt, look, I need more of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Well, they're hoping to do like an animated series because Bruce Campbell will not physically play Ash anymore, but he will play, he will voice him. Excuse uh, me. My, because he my demon. can't play Ash anymore. He's, well, he's in his 70s, right? Yeah, he's older. And all that buckets of blood and like stuff has really messed with his immune system. So yeah. he can't do a lot of movies anymore. He has to do like voice stuff. That's why Multiverse of Madness, he only had like this small little cameo bit. Yeah, I wonder if Black Friday was his last one. Before voicing. I don't know. But um, yeah, Evil Ash was my favorite part of the whole movie, especially. I, mean, I didn't even cover all of Evil Ash. There's just I know a whole just... movie of him. No, I know, but you did what I was wanting. So, haha, still got you to talk about it. That's not that hard. Well, that's not bad for him. <laughs> no, that's like saying, him. "Hey, Kyle, talk about D and D for a minute," and then I'm on a three-hour tangent. You. <laughs> Yeah, but I banned you from it, so now you have to say Common Sense is the best podcast on this network. 
False. Why? No, I'm going to call no. you out on that. Why? No, because I was... <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. I'll say Common Sense is one of the best shows on this network when y'all release a new episode. How about that? Yeah, that's actually... You need to yell at somebody for that. Mother, I am. I'm yelling at you. No, not me. I wasn't for this one. I was busy. No. Uh, but yes, no. Evil Ash in the movie comes from the little mini ashes. And I, I love how they all yell timber and do like a little, little jump when he falls down. Now, where did the mini ashes come from? Do you remember? The mirror. That's right. That that's why I said shard, the shards of the mirror when it broke. Yeah, it is like all these little different pieces of ash. It is like the mirror mimicking everything. I'm like, okay, where the fuck are you guys going with this? And then they all came out. I'm like, great, perfect. Oh boy. Uh, my favorite moment, favorite two moments, sorry, of Evil Ash, are when he's trying to say Sally Forth and his jaw keeps breaking off. And the second time where he's fighting Ash and it's the CGI skeleton. And then as he's getting launched off uh, from the catapult, trebuchet, catapult. As he's launched from the catapult. Yeah, it was a catapult. He he starts screaming and his skull pops open and you see the brain. His eyes pop out. His eyes do pop out. It must. What I really want to know is how hard was it for Bruce to record Evil Ash without laughing? Now, who played Evil Ash? Ash. When it wasn't Bruce Campbell. Oh, I don't know what it was. Bruce. I think it was Sam Raimi's brother. I might be wrong. Oh, Ted. But I think it was his brother. It may have been who? Ted because. Who? Fun fact: When Ash is doing the. Uh... When he's talking at the end of the movie, when he's back at the store and he's telling the story about how he could have been king, he's telling Sam Raimi's brother that story. Sam Raimi's brother is the one playing the other clerk who's like, yeah, whatever. You oh, say, yeah. Man. Yeah, I remember that now. And the game was one of the greatest lines in movie history. Kyle, you want to say it for me? No, because I don't know which one you're talking about. Good. That whole movie is full Bad. of characters. The best... It's good, bad. I'm the guy with the gun. I'm a big fan of shoot first, think never. That's fair. But or yeah, that was the most iconic line of them all. Groovy. Oh God. Oh yeah, and I, I really did love Evil Ash's makeup the whole time. Like I love how when he, he got the shotgun blast here, you could still see the skin for it, no yeah. matter what. And yeah, it's like, I really, really wish we got more of it in the TV series. But, you know, can't do much. Yeah, yeah. All right, Lardo? I don't really have another pop culture demon. My research went into real demons. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I could talk about Crossroads demons from Supernatural. They're usually, you know beautiful seductive women who you have to draw like a little symbol to i don't know how many times these boys the winchesters made deals with them but they're usually beautiful women you make a deal normally you get 10 years before you're 
souls taken to hell, but depends on the circumstance and who they're talking to. Dean got what a year. Yeah. So it wasn't wasn't Suki one of them hmm? from Jersey Shore. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. That was right. That was funny. That was that was later on in the I, season. In I the was about to too. say no. She was a wax figure, but that was Paris Hilton. That was Paris Hilton, and that was a god, not a demon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paris Hilton was in that. But let's god, be honest. Hilton. The most beautiful crossroad demon is Crowley. 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 The one who <laughs> got hung from Bobby. No, not only that, how did he become a demon? Anybody remember why? Why did I he remember become a demon? He wanted he wanted, if I remember right, it was three extra inches. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was trying to hit double digits. <laughs> Mark Shepard was a beautiful choice for Crowley. Because yes. that was that was the episode where Sam and Dean went to uh they found his actual grave, but like yep. They they was it Scotland or Ireland? Scotland. Uh, Scotland. Rowena has a Scottish accent. So they found they went all the way over to his grave, but they didn't have an episode of them over there. It was just like the last couple minutes of the episode they were there. Uh huh. I was like, oh, yeah, I know. British monsters. But yes, Crowdery, he is amazing. He will forever be one of the best demons on that show. My favorite they- character. I think my favorite blooper is where uh one of the either Dean or Cass sneezes and Crowley goes, bless you. Yeah. <laughs> it's Cass. Because he's like, oh, look at that. A demon blessing. Blessing an angel. An angel. And, then, and just, just, just Dean's face. Jensen Ackles makes some of the most amazing reaction faces ever. And it's not just because I find him beautiful. He just, he just does. He's he very, just, very, my, my... very facial expressive. He's got a nice ass. Thank you, boys. All right, Kyle. <laughs> All right. All right. Because, yeah. Yeah, I'm done. I could talk all day about all the different demons in Supernatural. So the first one I've got is a is a little bit on the lengthier side. But, uh, you know, I don't have to work tonight, so I don't care. That's fair. All right. When I say Ghost Rider, what do y'all admit, what do y'all think about? Marvel skull. What'd you say, Drew? Marvel. Well, yes, but the character. What character do you picture? A flaming Nicholas skull. Cage. That's right. Yeah, I'm a flaming That's skull. That's not how he started. The first Ghost Rider was an all was like dressed in all white as a cowboy. It for uh western comics for marvel but he didn't sell all that well so they kind of shelved him and then they used that name for the motorcycle driver that we all know and love uh oddly okay enough, can, can i can i there's might be a reason that a cow a white cowboy in all white didn't sell that well we're not going to talk about that bit yeah just just we're not going to talk about well Keep that thought and let me finish what I'm about to say. And then, okay, oddly enough, putting that out there, this character after the flaming motorcycle character got real popular, 
the cowboy changed his name to Phantom Rider and became kind of a hit after that. Okay. So, but yeah, I was during his initial run, uh, and there might be another reason his popularity kind of skyrocketed. I'll talk about that here in a second. But there are four main Ghost Riders that we know about, or that are really the popular ones. The first one, of course, being Johnny Blaze, who just about everyone knows. He's the stunt rider that made a deal with the devil to save his father. Honestly, his character should have been called Daredevil, but by then, I I think Matt Murdock came out first. I could be wrong if one of y'all want to look that up for me real quick. Best fucking fourth wall break. Just saying. What was it again? Uh, Matt, Matt Murdock. Murdock. Who came I, out I first? Think, I think that Daredevil was already out before Ghost Rider came out, which is why Ghost Rider wasn't called Daredevil. Even though, you know, Demon riding a motorcycle should have been called Daredevil. I, I digress. I mean, I hope you digest. Meh. I'm 50-50. You have, to, you have to digest your food. But I don't know how well you would digest. You, know, you would digest like normal food and maybe a, a demon's or, you know, a Wendigo's belly. Yeah. But they would still, the Wendigo would still be hungry. Just saying. That's fair. But after Johnny Blaze is Johnny Blaze's half-brother, Danny Ketch, who a lot of people probably know without, like, people our age know without realizing they know him because during the Fantastic Four cartoon that originally ran, there was a Ghost Rider on there and it was without, they never said which Ghost Rider it was based on his motorcycle and how his human looked. It was probably Danny Ketch. Uh, after that is, of course, Robbie Reyes, the one that has the really nice car that was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then she's doing her own thing. Let her have fun. Oh, no, I just... And then uh, the next, probably the next most popular Ghost Rider is the one that became Phantom Rider because he was played by Sam Elliott in the Ghost Rider movie, Carter uh, Slade. Sam uh, Elliott is fantastic. Yes. Yep. Wait, so, I don't know. Well, I think the reason why he was the Phantom Rider in that movie is because, you know, Ghost Rider got his start as the white cowboy character uh, that became Phantom Rider. And if you play Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1, one of the DLC, or not DLC, one of the unlockable outfits is the Phantom Rider. Yes, yes it is. Which doesn't make a lot of sense because Phantom Rider, the character, let me double check, but I don't think he has any Ghost Rider powers. I think he's just like a cowboy with guns. And then not to mention that Spider-Man becomes one. Oh, he's an excellent horseman. Uh... With sharpshooting skills and his costume glows. <laughs> <Rider>. <laughs> did, 
<sighs> What's your superpower? I glow. You what? I glow in the dark. That's from Sky High. My favorite. Yeah. Movie. I remember that movie. That movie should have gotten a lot more love than it did. Yes. It's such a great movie. Such a good kid movie. But, uh, yeah. And then Phantom Rider gets mentioned a lot for Ghost Rider costumes. Like, you can get an all-white Ghost Rider outfit, yada yada. But in Marvel Comics, Ghost Rider is probably everyone's favorite demon. Because, you know, goes around punishing people. He's got the pin and stare. He's got whips that and change and they excite me. Got nice that, I, that I want to say does not work on the Punisher because he does not regret anything he does. It Same with Deadpool. It doesn't work on Deadpool. Uh, I don't think it works on Wolverine. I could be wrong because the power only affects people who have regrets on what, they do, what they've done. Uh, yeah. So it works on Galactus, which is like... The only scene from the Fantastic Four cartoon I remember is the Fantastic Four and I believe the Hulk and all these other heroes fighting Galactus and it not winning. And then Ghost Rider just rolls up, pin and stares, pieces out, and leaves. He's in that episode for all of two minutes, but he's the savior of the episode. And I just, I remember that. I don't think... In the Fantastic Four cartoon, I don't think Ghost Rider had any lines. I think he just kind of shows up and then leaves. Is yeah. wild. Uh, he was supposed to appear in the Spider-Man animated series, possibly working an episode with da- with a Blade, but because the animated se- Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four series were owned by two different companies, um. Uh, Fox Fox kids didn't want to give be like look here's Ghost Rider and kids be like oh he was on this other show let's go watch the other show and get more views for them so yeah you know petty fucking networks man that was my favorite look for him with I loved his bike and that that was the Danny Ketch uh, crotch rocket and it's the same one from the comics like that's the bike he uses uh he found it in a junkyard and he poked it and got the daredevil powers from it. Just poke what? Da- pretty uh. much. Uh, boop. Like Danny's story is that he is Johnny Blaze's half brother. Uh, Johnny Blaze's dad, I don't think knew Ketch and his sister existed. I might be wrong on that. So he never went to visit them. Uh, and then one day, uh, some gangs shot Ketch and his sister. They Ketch went to a graveyard, found the mo- like the broken motorcycle, touched it, and became a ghost rider. And nowadays, uh, I think the latest on Ketch is now he's a uh, pestilence rider. Is he's not a spirit of vengeance anymore? He's a spirit of pestilence, and he's kind of. One of Johnny's big bads now, like sibling rivalry, King versus Abel kind of stuff. That's uh, on Lucifer, too. Yes. And for those of you that watched the god awful Nicolas Cage Spirit of Vengeance uh, Ghost Rider movie, the second one, don't watch it. It's terrible. Daddy Catch was the little boy that Ghost Rider protected through the whole movie. I hated that. 
That movie was just god awful in every bit except for maybe Idris Elba. And Ghost Rider taking over like the construction equipment and making it a giant flaming vehicle that had like a chainsaw on it. That part was cool. Rest of the movie was god awful. Yeah, who also is a really cool demon? Who? Maze. Are you saying they're an amazing demon? Shut up. No. <laughs> yes. No, Maze is awesome. She's such a badass. She and I is. love her. And like she she's for our listeners, Maze is the right hand of Lucifer in the show Lucifer. Yes, Mazakine so is amazing. So many pretty people. She was also in the library librarians TV series. I really didn't good. watch that one. It's good. I love the movie, so I had to. I watched most of the show. I didn't know it had a movie. There's three movies. For the librarian. I didn't, I didn't know there was one movie. How am I going to know there were three movies? No, I'm letting you know there's three. Well, and thank they're you. Good. I appreciate it. Watch them. They're on Tubi, I think. Meh. I'll put them on the list, but they're going to be at like the bottom of the list. I have other things I want to watch first. Like Teen Wolf. I'm drugging through Teen Wolf right now. I'm wait. Devin, I'm recording. Go away. We'll be done soon. <laughs> I got, I got two I that can check that message to make sure it's not an emergency. <laughs> well, Drew, I think you can start one of your other ones. Yeah, do that. I, I can easily combine them both because they're from the same series. Ghost Rider's the best Marvel character. Uh, mm, I will argue with that. Well, you can argue all you want, but you're wrong. Oh, that's that's okay. Best part I for have my... to contest that as well. I'm also including him being better than Blade, so take that. <gasps> oh, shit. Wrong! Okay, okay, before a war starts, my two that can easily lump together, because, yeah, are from Common Rider. I'm How talking about did the, we know? The Deno Gang and the newest... Uh, character in Kamen Rider Revice. His name is Vice. And he is Icky's inner demon. And as I watched this series, he reminds me so much of Momotaro's my favorite uh, member of the Imagine Gang from Dino. He's sassy. He's Mr. I Am The Show. And uh, it's Momotaro's Kintaros, Ryutaros, and Urataros are the four imagine that inhabit uh, Ryutaro that basically give him the abilities to become Kamen Rider Deno. Same for uh, Vice that allows Iki to become Kamen Rider Revice. And for that, they for Vice they have two separate forms. They have uh, they have Revi and Vice. And then later they end up coming together to form Revice. And yep, that's really that's really it on that because, well, common sense, we actually did an episode on Deno, so go check that out. And here soon, whenever Nathan agrees to do it, we're going to do a Revice episode, or I might just do it myself. 
because I need him to watch it. Also, Nathan, we know you're listening. Record an episode. We're doing it this Sunday, and I get to pick it. And you won't watch it. Nathan. Do we, though? I mean, is the episode going to be out before Sunday, Kyle? No. Okay. Because I mean, tonight I'm uploading last week's episode. Oh, I just saw a message message to me. Uh, But yeah. Look, I have a very good reason. Ghost Rider uh, rides a motorcycle and motorcycles are cooler than Okay, so let's go to announcements no, before shut before... up, this is my moment Blaine <laughs> has a motorcycle I'm trying to he save does, from dying In the Ghost Rider video game you can play as Blade Like All right. I'm, I'm just saying if you can get the, the Ghost Rider video game play it because it is a lot of fun Uh you can get I played as a side star. I'm not talking to you, Lorna. This isn't about oh, okay. me. Uh, I ha- excuse me? I had, the game. <laughs> I had the game, and I actually, the eps- the level where you're driving right through hell, I played Highway to Hell as I did it. Devin and I, that's one of the only games I've actually speed ran, because once you beat the game, you unlock cheat codes, and you can get invincibility and one hit kill where Ghost Rider hits one thing and kills it. So Devin and I would turn those two cheats on and then pl- race through it to see who would get through it first. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, that's that's all my demons that I want to talk about. And to give an honorable mention from Disenchantment, Lucy. Fair. I watched Disenchantment, so... Neither have I. Oh, wait, it's... yeah, Lucy's the little... Have they come out with a new season? I know they had season two and then they were working on three, but I don't think three. I don't know if it came out yet, but yep, that's everything I've got. Abaddon was a pretty fun demon. (coughs) Which one's Abaddon? Supernatural. Yep. The redhead. I don't remember that one at all. I remember the yellow eye. You know who one of the best demons on Supernatural was? Demon Dean. We should have gotten more than more than three three fucking episodes of Demon Dean. God, he was hot. Not only that, it was so you could tell he was having fun. We should have gotten more. A little too much. Ghost Rider's better than Blade. Who's going to break the silence first? Me, because I don't want a feud to happen. We do it out of love. I know. Don't worry, she's going to yell at me later, and then Jeremy and I are going to have angry sex. It's just going to work out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, announcements. No, I still had another one. (laughs) Kyle's got one more. Uh, Yeah, I know, I'm just playing. Okay. It was like children. <laughs> wow, it's not me having to. Uh, I know, wrong right? children this time. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, 
Also, on a side note, I want Marvel to hurry up on the Blade movie. I know they're having trouble. <laughs> Just get fucking Sam Raimi or the guy who directed The Werewolf by Night and get it going. Yes. <gasps> or, you know, they could have David Goyer again who did the original movies. Yeah. <gasps> that would but... make sense, too. I hate to do this. I have to go, run. Drew. I'm just you, saying, I gotta make your show just fucking go. No, I it was my episode, and dear listeners, thank you for joining us. Bye. <laughs> listeners, I muted him. So <laughs> for uh my last one, uh I'll just listeners, ADHD is a hell of a drug. Not a drug. I'm just gonna say yes. It's it a is. mental disorder. It's a hell of a drug. It's a mental disorder. I just follow wherever the happy juices go, and right now the happy juices are going to Todd McFarlane's Spawn. So I'm on that kind of kick for right now. For Spawn like the show, good. I've got the com one of the comics right now, and I'm about to order the fifty dollar book that has like fifty comics in it. Let me unmute. True it so she can join in. Well, I guess she'd have to unmute herself. Or don't. I don't care. Anyway. But yes. Uh, yeah, listeners, if you don't know who Spawn is, Shame I... Shame on you! Well, I mean, Image Comics probably isn't as popular as Marvel or DC, so... But it's Spawn! It needs it's to be. Spawn! If the Crow is popular, then Spawn can be popular! I think Spawn's going to get a big resurgence, not because of the movie, because we have no idea when this new movie's coming out. Todd McFarlane <laughs> keeps teasing it. We know Jamie Foxx is going to play him. But Ooh. I think Spawn's going to get a resurgence because him and Batman are about to have another comic crossover that's being published by DC. So bigger uh, sales, stuff like that. So I... And listeners, spawns in the last Mortal Kombat com or video game, voiced by Keith David. Also, like JB Fox's spawn, I really, really like the idea. Like, I love, I love Michael J. White's spawn. That movie's a fucking trip for what was like late nineties movie. Uh, late nineties, ninety nine, ninety seven, ninety seven. Okay. Oh, it came out the same year that Blade did. Blade was 98. Was it really? Yes, because I looked it up because I wanted to check on this. Spawn and Michael Michael is the first black actor to play a major superhero, beating Blade by almost exactly one year. They both came You're out in right. August. They both My came out in August. Uh Spawn was 97, Blade was 98. Uh they almost came out exactly one year apart. That's so. That's actually Wesley really Snipes cool. almost played the first black, was almost the first major black superhero, but uh, Spawn beat him just by a little bit. And as much as I love Spawn, I think the Blade movie holds up better, <laughs> just because the Spawn movie is a bit of a trip, and the cape CGI is god awful well, especially at the end when he's in hell yeah like and the oh, monsters look like they're made out of clay oh, 
so bad. Now I will give the I will give the practical and like makeup effects team a lot of props because John Leguizamo was amazing. And, wow. and Michael J. White. Michael J. White looked great in like the practical effects, but like the special effects are really bad. Yeah. And like granted, you know the nineties. The nineties. And you know, even you know, when Lamagra makes his big debut in who is also Blood God slash Demon for Blade. Um the when he slices Deacon Frost in half and then you see all the like the animated blood, it's a little cheesy, but yeah, no, Spawn definitely holds the trophy on really bad special effects when it comes to those two movies. The the blood seems <laughs> really cheesy, but God you only have to see it for like a minute. Spawn it's like can't half a you second see all through the movie. Uh-huh. So bad. I rewatched that movie not too long ago, and it's it's still fine. But we've watched it, it within the last year, yeah. Blade holds up so much better nowadays, and you know, we're getting a Blade movie eventually. We're getting a new Spawn movie eventually. Spawn is supposed to get two cartoons: one aimed for kids, one aimed for adults. I don't know how that's going to work. How is Spawn for children? I don't know. Like, Blade's not even for children. Yeah, but Blade gets, shows up on Spider-Man cartoons every now and then, so it kind of works. But Spawn rips people with chains and whips and excite me. I've made that joke again. I don't care. <laughs> I am so ready for both of those movies because the actors that they had for the main yes. characters absolutely fucking amazing. Now, we just don't know. We have kind of an idea of when Blade's coming out. Spawn... I think Jamie Foxx has been cast to play Spawn for 10 years now. And then every time the movie picks up memento or momentum, it gets shelved in development hell for a while. Listeners, if you don't know who Spawn is, I'm about to give a small crash history because he is an awesome character and I love him so much but uh we went on a tangent talking about the movie yeah <laughs> but uh go on HBO Max or Hulu and watch Todd McFarlane Spawn the old show the old animated show it is so good that one still holds up even though the animation is kind of iffy in parts the cartoon still holds up it is very much an adult cartoon so you know unless you're like my parents who sit down and tell your children what's fictional and what's not don't let your kids watch it be better parents my kids do nathan no no <laughs> what um my kids know they, they've seen bits and pieces of it so yeah yeah just saying Druid, you're allowed to talk. I think Druid, your you're your muted. mic is muted. Like your your mic part. Your actual Lord. physical mic. Yeah. No. Mm. No. Listeners, Druid's here. She's Druid, here. 
Drew screwed her over with the mic and she can't talk. So, you know, great job, Drew. You had Thanks. one job. Other than hosting this episode, you abandoned us. <laughs> we love you, Drew. But Okay, so Spawn, also known as Al Simmons, was a former mer- mercenary who worked for, of course, Evil Corporation A. He was hired to go take down Evil Corporation B. Uh, gets betrayed. All the bells and whistles that you know for almost every other comic book character these days. Betray all of the hell. I'll stop now. Uh, he goes to hell because, you know, he was a bad guy. And uh, the it's not the devil. It's it's not the devil that brings him back. I don't think the devil appears in Spawn comics until like way, way later when Spawn is trying to become God, which was a whole fucking trip. Listeners, go read that comic if you can. It was fucking wild. But uh, the devil said, or not the devil, the demon says, hey, if you become a general for my armies, I'll let you go back to Earth to visit your wife. Spawn does that, and five years have passed, something like that. It's five years, if I remember right. Uh, His wife is now married to his former best friend. Spawn is, by every definition, fucking ugly. (laughs) Because, you know, fire burns people. And, you know, hellfire really burns people. So he kind of... Goes and becomes a bum and protects one alleyway. He's not even protecting the whole city. He's just like, no, these are my homeless people. I'm going to keep them safe. That's funny. Fuck the rest of y'all. It's really funny, too. And he doesn't even like the homeless people. He's just kind of, they're the only ones that are like, yeah, you can crash with us. He basically moved into a frat house and they're like, yeah, you can stay here. And he's like, all right, well, I guess I'll shoot people if they mess with you. Yeah. That's basically the start of Spawn. There is, like, as you read the comics, he becomes, like, more of a protector. He keeps kind of the badass attitude. What, Truett? I thought I heard you. I said, why aren't you working? Why am I not working? I was working. (laughs) I was talking to the microphone. Sorry. Oh, okay. (laughs) She's alive. But, uh, yeah, as the comics go, which read the comics, they're so good. Go on Amazon if you have $50 to spare, which I know nowadays is like rich people money. But if you have $50, uh, you can get, it actually might be cheaper now because I think Amazon's doing a deal for a bunch of their stuff. But uh, you can get like a giant book that has the first 50 issues of Spawn. Uh and there are so many other spawns. Like there's Gunslinger Spawn, which is kind of a cowboy. There's Medieval Spawn, which is, you know, a guy who eats people's hearts. So. A werewolf? I don't think he's a werewolf. I think he's a Viking. He's either a Viking or a Templar. I don't remember which. I'd have to go. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. But uh, there are so many spawns. I can't hear you, Truett. Truett's gone again. 
I'm not allowed nice things. Sure, we can hear you now. Oh. But, uh, yeah, listeners, uh, Spawn has, he doesn't have the classic demon powers, like shooting fire, things like that. Uh, he has a cape that kind of changes into weapons. He has chains that, listeners, I'm being very serious right now. He has chains that come from his crotch uh, and his nipples. It's true. But yeah, which no joke, I plan to get the uh, nipple skulls as tattoos at some point. They're not going to be right <laughs> off the nipples. They're going to be more like up where his cape is. Like, hey, are you talking about Spawn the Dark Ages? Yes. He's a Viking. Viking with okay. horns on his helmet, which is not accurate. That might not be the one I'm thinking of. There might be two. No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Then the Templar is the one I'm thinking of. Because there's two okay. medieval spawns. But I... Uh, listeners, time for a nerd moment. Uh, Todd McFarlane owns Spawn. He creates that character. For those of you that are like, I know that name. He's are you also... talking about the one where he did with what that he did with Witchblade? No. That was okay. actual. That was Al Simmons spawn, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. This is a completely other guy who uh, was a spawn, and he's just like, "No, I'm going to stay evil. I have all these evil powers. Why wouldn't I do it?" Uh, look up spawn created by Neil Grisman or whatever the guy who created Sandman, because it was his spawn that he introduced. Because Neil Gaiman, sure. Yeah. <laughs> if he's Sorry, not, I like if he's not Tom McFarlane or Stan Lee, I couldn't even tell you who created DC. I just know it was a white guy. And so, George Washington. Washington created DC. I don't think so. Wrong DC. No. Which, fun fact, do you know what DC stands for? Detective Comics. So the full name is Detective Comics Comics. Mm -hmm. It's so dumb. But uh, yes, back to my little Spawn tangent. Uh, Todd McFarlane is the guy who created the Spawn universe. Uh, for the listeners who are like, I know that name. He also created the symbiote of Venom from Spider-Man. When Marvel bought the rights for the Venom character... <laughs> from a fan for $200, which, you know, seeing how Venom has two movies, his own line of comics, and all these other things, $200 feels like a kick to the gut. But uh, Todd McFarlane's the one who made Venom the way we know him, with, like, as the alien symbiote and such. But uh, Neil, whatever his last name is, created... A medieval spawn and then he created another character named angela if i remember mm -hmm. right. yeah and so image comics tried to sue him for the rights of those two characters and neil said no so they got into a huge legal battle and how it ended was image comics got the rights to use medieval spawn but not angela and so as a final screw you to Todd McFarlane, 
uh, Neil sold Angela to Marvel Comics and they made her Thor's half-sister. She's dressed as a Valkyrie on the cover of the Neil Gaiman Spawn. Yeah. And uh, I think nowadays Todd and Neil are friends again. I Because I, this all happened a few years ago. I think they've made up. they become friends again. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, listeners, go read Spawn comics. Watch the show. Truett, I cannot look at whatever you sent because Zoom wants me to download something. You'll have to send it to the yeah. Facebook group chat. Zoom is a okay. pain in the ass. Thank you. But uh, go read Spawn comics. <laughs> go watch the movie. If- go uh, proceed with caution for the movie. Just, just. It's a weird movie. It's definitely a trip. Uh, It's a 90s comic book movie. Or better yet, just go watch the Todd McFarlane cartoon with Keith David voicing Spawn because Keith David fucking nailed it. Because Keith David nails everything. He's awesome. He's my favorite villain. That man has such a beautiful voice. I love him so much. I love his smile. He's got a good smile too. He does. Let me see. He he had a lot. I don't know if he still has a TikTok account because I don't have one anymore. I don't. I've never had one. So when when he had one, he was having fun with it. He seems like a fun guy to hang out with. One day we'll meet him at a convention. We'll get him on here, and I'll be like, "We got it, love you." Then we can be best friends. I mean, he's also Goliath. So yes, he is. Yeah, I grew up on Rick and Morty, but I'm Rick. And I don't Morty watch Rick and Morty, fan. but no, I worked at Hot Topic, and Pickle Rick fans are yeah obnoxious. It's not even just Pickle Rick fans; it's just all Rick. They're they're yeah. I'm gonna say it. They're almost as bad as Star Wars fans. Nathan, mm-hmm. little punk. Yeah, Jeremy's a Jeremy's a Star Wars fan too. Jared, what's Jeremy gonna do? Hit me? Beat me? Give me a little kiss. He's gonna oh. probably beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Not oh, the way no. you like. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but that chop's gonna hurt. That chop is gonna it. fucking hurt. Uh, listeners, we're all getting together for the Rin Fair. I-, I guess now we can do announcements because I'm done with Spawn. Listeners, go read and watch Spawn. He's a fun character. Go and watch Lost Girl. Be- yeah, go watch Lost Girl. Image Comics needs to get more popular because they're, they have a lot of fun characters, but Spawn is the best character they have. Yeah. Which, I don't... I Did Image Comics release the Chrome? I don't remember. Mm-mm. Okay. But, uh, yes, announcements. Uh, we're all going to be at the Hot Springs Ren Fair at least Saturday. I I don't. Did you two freeze? No. Yeah, okay. I'm looking at something. You both just stopped moving. I wasn't sure if Zoom was being a pain. But uh, yeah, true. It's gonna be selling stuff. I'm gonna be walking around as a jester and making rude gestures to people behind their backs. I'm gonna hit you. Gonna be a dragon. a dragon rider. Jeremy's gonna be a dragon. No, he's not gonna be a dragon. Lauren is ready for the Ren Fair to pass, so I'll stop making that joke. I'm going to hit you with a dragon. 
Bet. Is it going to be a bad dragon? No. Oh. I'm still excited, but not as excited. Stupid expensive. They Those are. things are stupid expensive. Especially the Hulk one that's like three feet tall. You mean the Great American Challenge? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry. But yeah, and at the well, probably not at the Ren Fair, because we don't want security called on us. But after the Ren Fair, when we're all hanging out, uh I guess Jeremy and Nathan are gonna give me wrestling chops across the chest because they both did wrestling for a while and I always wanted to be chopped. So they're gonna do it. And we're going to post the video on Facebook and you're going to see me cry. Okay, so Image Comics did the some, like, did a year of the Crow comics, but not, like, the original. Not the Eric one. Not the, not the Eric Draven. This was, I'd have to look, I think it's the girl. I think. But, like, no, Caliber Press did the the movie. Uh, okay. the, the, the comics the movie's based on. Okay. But yeah, it's gonna be funny. Yeah, we're gonna be doing if the bird band would go away. I, we're going to be doing a bonfire. I really hope it goes away. I want to sit around a fire and drink and bullshit with my people. And Get I don't want it to again. be a hundred degrees outside. No, because it's not gonna be hundred degrees outside. I'm gonna be in a blanket and a hoodie and boots. I'm mostly probably gonna still gonna have like half my Renfair costume on. That's fair. I'm gonna be get cool. half naked because I'm gonna get chopped across the chest. It's gonna hurt. It's really gonna hurt. Um oh it's gonna be weird if I say oh daddy when he chops me. You might not be able to speak. Oh, I'm gonna try to do it before he chops me. I don't plan on being able to say anything other than <laughs> after he chops me. <laughs> Also, I scared Ash. I'm sorry, baby. Oh, she, uh, she does not apologize to her. She scares the shit out of you all the time. She was a pervert this morning. I was showering, and I heard her meow, and I looked up, and she's staring down at me from the little railing looking over in the shower. She's a pervert. <laughs> she wants her cat treats. I'll feed you in a minute. She's oh. like, you know, that time you're supposed to give me my snack. Yeah, it is like nine o'clock almost. This has been a long episode. Meh. Uh, then we also have next week's episode, which is no host, which was Kyle's idea. Mm. Oh, I'm supposed to say it? Yeah. We're going to talk about fairy tales, but not but... like the happy, happy Disney fairy tales. We're talking about the dark, like, stories you tell to warn your children about not hanging out in the woods and Things like that stories. <laughs> oh, I've already talked about the Lugaroo. Damn. Well, you can still... Sorry, my laptop just popped up and gave me a freeze warning, so I need to make sure the pipes are dripping before I... I'll go do that here in a minute. Well, the pipes have to be dripping. The faucets. Yeah, they ha yeah, make sure they're dripping. That's Please what I'm bit. saying. I have to go do that. But I'll do that I too. guess. I will. But we're going to be doing fun, dark fairy tales. Yes. I this month has been a very dark month. Fairy tale. It's going to be so much fun. I have to decide. I'm torn between a couple right now. 
just talk about as many as you want. I mean, I I do have to work that night, so we'd have to stop by like nine. But, you know, we could still talk for a few hours before then. Fair, fair. But that's all I have. Kyle, Druid, anything? That's all I have. Okay. Well, until next time, stay out of the shadows. Bye. Bye. Go read Spawn.